do it again. I'm, I'm sure, not worried. I'm sure we could do it again, and we'll get into. But the thing, the thing that when we get into that section, I, I want to make clear and and all that is that we're all friends, and by the end of this, we need to remain all friends. Okay, so whether you're for it, against it, agree with it, disagree with it, at the end of the day, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Let's true. let's keep it let's keep it clean, not only for the audience but for each other. Fair. Every time I got offended by one of you guys, if I got pissed off, I wouldn't talk to you guys by now. <laughs> that's because all the that's because all the dick jokes we do. Right. Hey Don, you ready? Yep, I think I'm ready. All right, cool. Well, then welcome to a- uh, yeah after hours. Welcome to breaking the fourth wall weekly. <laughs> I am your host, Chris Dolly, and I'm joined by Serenity, Don, and Colin. I'm not going to go through the individual joking things because we got a lot to get to. And so, hello, everybody. Hey. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? There we go. Hey, what's up? I know you guys missed our episode last week. We unfortunately had to take a day off because somebody's busy with like 5,000 movies. Um, I got, I got shit happening, man. <laughs> So he's going to make up for right now with a little bit of the news buffet. I hope so. I hope I hope I'm going to make up for something here. At least just make some shit up. Uh, actually, I don't. I don't even know where the hell I'm starting yet. Let's let's see. <laughs> this is breaking the fourth wall, not CNN. Don't make it up. Make it funny, but don't. Oh, make d- it up. don't make it up. Ah, well, <laughs> it's it's all made up. It's all fake news. And I, am I on the wrong? Fu- I'm on the wrong fucking site. Hold on a second. Let's go backwards here. <laughs> Damn it! That's that. That's never that's... trust the internet. We will figure this shit out. That's that <laughs> Eventually, sexy, we're going to start out with a friendly story of teabagging. Yay. Which, uh, which kind of goes to the joke trucker, I didn't get to do. <laughs> a Dutch trucker took to social media teabag challenge and used his vehicle to drop a teabag into a glass of hot water. Uh, Johan Grotebor of uh, Ridson. Man, they're just, I'm fucking myself with these names right from the beginning. Uh, said his, he, he saw Finnish truck drivers, uh, Finnish from Finland, not like truck drivers that aren't doing it anymore. Uh, Finnish truck drivers posting the teabag challenge videos on social media. So he decided to attempt his stunt, his stunt with his 82 foot long, uh, long heavy vehicle. Uh, yeah, it was one of the largest vehicles on the road. I guess that's why the video is so popular, he told Zinger News, because everybody watches Zinger News. Absolutely. Uh, the, vi- <laughs> the video is posted to Facebook, uh, shows him backing up to the trucks, to truck to, damn, I am out of fucking practice with this. Shows him <laughs> backing up the truck to a site at which a glass was placed and lowering his suspension to make the teabag uh, tied to the back of the of the vehicle, drop into the water. Whoopty shit! Slow news day for Zanger News. Well, that that wow. that was his, his truck. That was that was my question. You know that I was going to ask was, was the tea bag dropping because of hydraulics, or did they dig a little like you know pothole ditch for the truck to drop down in, or you know like how how do you get a truck that i imagine being that big would probably sit very high on dualies to drop that little string tea bag into the cup <laughs> yep l- l- the high, the lower suspension hydraulic suspension on the back of it i would say okay see i had something completely different in my mind i imagined like a yo-yo with a tea bag at the end and him just like flinging it down and getting it in perfect from that high up i mean 
Well, let's be honest. I, when, when, when I think that's a wonderful new invention, a yo-yo tea bag. <laughs> I want to know who drank the tea because their tea got tea bagged by a truck, and that's kind of cool. That is true. Yeah, like, it would be a waste. The, the other part of it. it, the other part of the video that they filmed for a whole di whole different website was his friend was over uh, underneath the bumper, and he got he got the truck nuts in his face when he did that too. So it was a double tea bagging. Well, see that that when when you first announced this when you first announced this uh, this article, that's where my mind went. Like I thought this was going to be a lot dirtier than you know noontime right in you just London. went straight to the old yeah. school tea bag exactly i'm thinking like it's a halo tournament or something he's giving us the censored version of the tea bag story yeah. right right That's, when did we we're go taming down the tea bag story but what we'll see what else we can do a washington state man wearing a yellow dress was arrested after he stole a school bus and later drove a front-end loader construction vehicle through a home he shared with his estranged wife. Is there shit playing in the background? This is starting to piss me off on this computer, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to start the whole thing over. Just completely threw me off. A Washington State man wearing a yellow dress was arrested after he stole a school bus and later drove a front-end loader construction vehicle through the home he shared with his estranged wife. Authorities said uh, deputies were first alerted to the man later identified as 39-year-old Andrew S. Loudon. Uh, Saturday night after employees of Osprey Rafting witnessed him driving off in the company's privately owned large yellow bus. Uh, the Chelan County Sheriff's Office uh, said in a press relief, release or relief. Whatever the word may be. I guess he, he should have just teabagged somebody with the bus, I <laughs> well, guess. I mean, he had to dress for it. Right. He's wearing a yellow dress. He steals a school bus. Nobody mentions what happens to the school bus after that, but then he decides to drive a front-end loader through his house. See, I'm confused on this whole entire thing here. And the reason, reason of being is, like, the first part of it was stealing the school bus in a yellow dress. I'm thinking, like, see, ladies, anything anything a guy can do, you could do, too. But, you know, so right. this is sex right. equality here. But then going after the, the wife or the ex-wife, it's like, okay, I understand. She drove you Bobby on the brink. <laughs> Well, that, that's how he got. That's how he got away in the school bus. Apparently, the deputies that they had to abandon the pursuit because of of state laws. The new police reform laws in the state of Washington no longer allow law enforcement to pursue a fleeing vehicle unless there is probable cause that a serious felony occurred. You know, like stealing a fucking school bus <laughs> and endangering the, the 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 public by driving erratically and at high speeds in a very right. dangerous vehicle. I, I, I yeah, hate so, so, so he got thing. away, then he, he put the, I'm not sure where he put the school bus, then he grabbed a front end loader and drove through a house. <laughs> but he didn't steal the front end loader. Well, technically he, he stole did. stole the it bus. It's not like it doesn't say he stole one. Were they doing construction yeah. on the house that he ran through? Well, it, uh, no, it says he, he had stolen a front end loader. So he he apparently stole that ahead of time. Getting ready to go on this bus stealing front end loader crime spree. Oh, so this, and this he was he stole the dress from his estranged wife. He got right. that, he got that then, from Rainbow. Then he teabagged her, I'm sure. He should have. <laughs> Sounds like an orchestrated plan. It went awry. That's right. I, no, I think it went exactly according to plan. <laughs> this is what Except happens. Except when he. This is what happens when Why you Why would he in the dress, though? That's. 
That's what happens when you cancel RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, there's no no explanation of why he was in the dress. I guess that's why he was pissed at the wife. She threw all his clothes out. I've got nothing to wear. So he stole her sundress and a school bus Those school and a front end loader. Those shoes were Jimmy Choo's, you bitch. <laughs> Wait, what color was the front loader? Maybe it was just a yellow day? It it also was yellow. I'm guessing he just wanted everything color coordinated. He didn't own anything yellow. Shh, it's camouflage. <laughs> you can't see me. Right. If, if I match the school bus, I'll hide. They won't know I'm there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's that's that one. <laughs> You know, it's, it's sad of me in the world I live in right now, or at least the, the way I live in my head, that I'm wondering if his shoes matched. Was it construction boots or, like, you know, open-toed pumps? Well, let me see. Let me see. Because every time oh, I pull yeah. something up on this fucking oh, computer, okay. it decides to play a video for me. So let me see if in, the, if in the video it plays against my fucking will. Let me see if it actually shows whether or not he's wearing <laughs> <laughs> He has no shoes. No shoes. Sundress, yellow sundress, no shoes. Holy shit, I'm surprised. He, he did, did not have the shoes to match, apparently. A sundress with no shoes. I'm surprised he drove the front loader uh, into a house to get his wife instead of a trailer. Well, you know. you. you... <laughs> He's barefoot and pregnant. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. He was he was trying to frame his wife for it apparently. <laughs> Do they look that much alike? <laughs> she did that herself. I wouldn't go around wearing a dress. That's weird. Yeah. Her yellow shit was mine. And looking at the picture of their home, it's like one step above a trailer. So oh, you're not far <laughs> off. <laughs> it's like a nice enough trailer that they put siding on. <laughs> That's that that, that does that doesn't mean it's not a trailer. I've seen some trailers exactly. trailer parks exactly. siding. <laughs> you ain't fooling anybody. <laughs> uh, two Texas two Texas teen girls discovered the remains of a 25 year old man, stole his jewelry, and posted video of the macabre act to Snapchat. Police say. Uh, wow, the man is believed to have hanged himself in the in a uh, Medina Valley drainage ditch. The girls, 16 and 17 years old, face felony charges of theft from a human corpse in connection, in connection with the Monday morning incident. Man, wow. You know what? I, I you know this, this this broadcast got dark. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna be serious here for a second. Again, if you know somebody who's contemplating suicide. Please contact a suicide hotline. Talk to somebody. Talk to a friend. Talk to a family member. That being said, I, with that type of action from two teenage girls, I understand why this guy hung himself. Yeah, that is about the most scumbag thing I've ever fucking heard. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's yeah. That's just that's too creepy to make fun of, right there. That's just I, I can't even yeah. make a joke about it. Messing with the dead. Yeah, messing with the dead ain't cool. You can't do that. No, that's not. That's not. I was hoping for something more from that story, but I, I think we're just. I think we're just going to move on. Well, no. Before <laughs> before we just do something a little less shitty. Before we Hopefully, do though, be, before we do though, I, I would have been not that it's okay, but I from this story, I would have been okay if it was just jewelry theft. 
you know, like, you know, I could, I could understand the mind frame of, well, he's not going to need it anymore. Although it's still disrespectful. I, I get that. Why would you post this shit on fucking Instagram? Well, it, it was Texas. It, it was Texas, and happen. they're used to at least stealing a man's boots after they kill him. Right. And, uh, you know. He ain't and, using his horse. And how did Instagram allow it to happen? Instagram yells at me if I share a meme that they don't like. It was, it was Snapchat. Or Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just in general, like, how would you. How, what in your mindset would say. Let me take a selfie with the dead body I just stole jewelry from. That would be that would get me 15, 20 likes. Like really? Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> she subscribes to a lot of weird email lists. I'm Jesus. thinking. Um, yeah, that that's just wrong on so many levels. All right, we'll go to something. We'll go down to Florida because we gotta we gotta we gotta wash away this mess. A Florida man washed ashore inside a quote bubble-like vessel. On Saturday morning, after an apparent attempt to walk on water. <laughs> awesome. Thank uh, you, Flagler Florida. County deputies responded to calls from concerned citizens who spotted a strange vessel on the beach in the hammock area. Uh, the Flagler County Sheriff's Office said the vessel's sole occupant was discovered safe inside without any injuries. He told authorities that he had set off for New York from St. Augustine area before encountering complications that brought him back to the shore, the sheriff's office said. Uh, the seafarer identified as Reza Bellucci. <laughs> that's, that's the perfect name for somebody trying to ride a bubble from to, fucking St. Augustine to New York. I was about to say, can, could it be anybody else other than a Bellucci? <laughs> it's not even Bellucci, it's Bellucci. I'm sure I'm sure it gets mispronounced to Bellucci, so my point stands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, raise a Bellucci. I gotta be honest though. I, I think it's an awesome idea and I think I think uh like fucking like the USPS and UPS, like the makers of bubble wrap, dude. There, there's no better marketing here. This guy arrived oh, yeah. safely wrapped in bubble wrap. <laughs> well no what what this is, and this is what makes it even I'm more fun, boy. because he, he was attempting to run in the floating bubble, and it's not it's not like a bubble and it's not even bubble wrap. It is like a hamster wheel combined with a floating paddle boat. So, so essentially, like one of those things, like you've seen on TV or on YouTube or stuff like that, where people put on these like bubble suits and run around and bump into each other, like one of those types of things. No, not even one of those. It's like it's it has it has two ends that are like big wheels. That you ever you ever seen the movie The Toy with the with Richard Pryor? Of course, the Wonder Wheel. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's got like two of those on each end, and in the center is a metal cage that's tall enough for somebody to stand in and walk. So, so with him running, he had two wheels that acted like, for lack of a better term, like those uh, those windmills with the uh, with the wheel with the buckets on it to, to to pull the water, the hydro hydroplane hydroponics. Whatever. Right. He basically he had two of those on the bubble. <laughs> let let me see, just so you guys know what I'm talking about. Let me see if it'll allow me to share here. <laughs> well, we'll find out. That's yeah. So we we can see what it is. Can you guys see that? Not yet. It says Don's video paused. Oh wow! Oh dear That's God! Good. Yeah, it's exactly what I described. It's the buckets on the wheel of, of like a you know a windmill. <laughs> 
that every time it spins, it moves water. <laughs> right. I think it's it's a it's a wonderfully cute design. Uh, probably not meant for ocean travel. I got to give it credit. If, if you're in a fairly calm lake or a pond, you might be able to get somewhere. I don't know. But, yeah, that's that's not an ocean-faring vessel right there. I don't know. Serenities, correct me if I'm wrong here, but if we took it on the Colorado River like for a lazy river ride with a case of beer in there, <laughs> that would pre be pretty fun, don't you think? I, I'm down. Yeah. I'm totally down. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something you just strengthen the cage a little bit and take it whitewater rafting. That'd be fun. Okay. That'd be fun. Let's do it. <laughs> Next challenge. That, that, that's that's great. I want one of those now. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking build one of those now. I, I you know what? I want just want to go on record for two things. Uh, people know that I don't like Florida. I don't like the state of Florida. Not not politically or anything. I just don't like the state itself. Uh, the people and and you know the culture down there. But I gotta thank Florida. I do. I really do. For two reasons. Number one, you brought us out of a dark place with the freaking article beforehand. But second off, like News Buffet would not exist without Florida, man. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be nearly as fun. Yeah. So I've got to thank the state of Florida for uh, being morons. Well, you know what? We're going to stay in Florida for this for this next one too. We're just <laughs> we're on a roll. We're on a roll in Florida, uh, or in the ocean in a freaking hamster wheel. We're on a roll, no about, matter what. I was about to say Belushi's on a roll in Florida. <laughs> yeah, Belushi, raise a Belushi. Uh, uh, <clears throat> A Florida woman was arrested Monday after authorities say she was caught skinny dipping in a random homeowner's pool. Uh, the man who lives at the residence told Sh uh, Charlotte County Sheriff's deputies that he, uh, he thought, this is how it's written, he thought something was amiss. <laughs> Says that some misplaced R there somewhere. Uh, when he found uh, clothing strewn across his lanai. Uh, I find something amiss about somebody living in Florida having a lanai. Yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah, he then spent, he then spotted the naked stranger in his pool. Police say, uh, police identified the alleged skinny dip, skinny dipper as Heather A. Kennedy, a fucking oh. Kennedy. Would you not expect if you find a stranger naked in your pool, I'm going to think a Kennedy's involved no matter what. But he made the right, right call. Like, I was going to make a joke, number one, of, like, I need to get a pool. And number two, it's like, <laughs> what self-respecting man would call the cops on a naked woman in the uh, in the pool? And then you just said the first name was Heather. And as I've known in my own personal experience and most others, too, Heathers are nuts. He made the right call. Arrest that bitch. Well, I'm just, <laughs> the picture on here is just of her face, and I'm saying he made the right call. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I could share that if you want to say. Then we already go to a dark place. We don't need to go to another one. That's yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. He he made the right call. He made the right call. She is facing charges of trespass in in uh, structure or conveyance and resisting an officer without violence. Resisting without violence. That's just saying no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty that's much. That's really all that. That's saying no and giving the police officer an opportunity to hit you. <laughs> That's it, yeah. She resisted without violence. I don't think I'll let you arrest me today. Yeah. <laughs> that that is resisting clothes. without violence. What's that? She probably just wanted to go back for her clothes. 
right? You know, right, like right. if you want to arrest me, at least give me five minutes to get dressed. I mean, I don't want to be embarrassed, <laughs> like getting caught swimming in somebody else's pool naked. <laughs> but I don't want to be embarrassed. Are you still there, Colin? <laughs> Colin's too busy having fun with his at phone app. Here. Okay. Yep. Oddly enough, she she wouldn't tell them her name, but she was identified. Guess how she was identified? <laughs> uh, vaginal swab. Previous booking photos. Oh so Jesus! <laughs> she been she been there before. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> she thought the chlorine would wash away the DNA. <laughs> right. That's. <laughs> oh my God! That that's horrible. That yeah, yeah, that's. But did you did you look her up and see her picture too? No, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking of the name Heather and then adding Kennedy to it. It's like oh. Oh yeah, I totally. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's some that's, that's some Frankenstein shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> a teenage driver in Massachusetts last week swerved to avoid hitting a squirrel before crashing into a historic home built by an ancestor of President Abraham Lincoln, according to authorities. Uh, Officers were called to the Samuel Lincoln Cottage at 182 North Street in Hingham around 6.35 a.m. on July 15th, Hingham Police Department said. The cottage was constructed in 1650 when Hingham was first settled. Uh, The Boston Globe reported police said the 19-year-old driver was in a 2014 Audi Q7, his daddy's car, uh, when he, (laughs) her daddy's car, sorry, when she swerved, uh, or or actually in this article it says when she served to avoid hitting the squirrel. These people need to spell check their shit. Right. When she served to avoid hitting the squirrel in the road and drove off to the right side of the road, over the sidewalk, and into the front of the house. So, uh, with, with the way you've been reading I've these, I've been there. That sucks. With the way you've been reading these articles, I'm starting to understand why schools have eliminated handwriting and cursive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you can't there even you know, spell it right on a keyboard. How am I supposed to teach you the fancy way of writing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Served and thought. That's. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we are now in our public educa- education systems. I'll tell you what, though. The one thing I take away from this is at least the squirrel's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, think, I think that squirrel was, uh, an, was a descendant of, like, a squirrel that Abraham Lincoln's ancestor killed. And that was, that was payback. That was payback. They're saying, let's trick this kid into running into this house. That this son of a bitch built that killed my great 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 grandpoppy squirrel. That squirrel. That squirrel did not believe in the uh, emancipation proclamation. <laughs> We're gonna rebuild it, right? I'm I'm assuming. I'm assuming. You mean the squirrel? The squirrel's fine. Well, no that 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 brings up an interesting question though. Like, would you even bother rebuilding it because it obviously won't be the original house anymore because modern lumber, modern whatever pieces need to be replaced well i i'm i'm sure there are people out there that will restore things like that will restore uh, old houses like that with the same with the same wood cutting style and the same wood hewn kind of things like that i i would imagine those people exist and from the looks of it it doesn't look all that i mean it looks like it's might have been built by him originally but it's been modified several times since right okay and it also it also looks kind of abandoned. I don't think anybody lives there. 
I mean, it sucks. It's it's something of history, but at the same if time, if they do, if they do, they are worse at lawn care than I am, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> I mean, it, it sucks so. because it is a loss of history, but it, it brings up a valid point. Like, you know, and I hate to use this as a as an example, but like, you know, you buy an action figure, and you know, the action figure will will increase in value as long as it never touches air. As soon as you open the package, it's done. You can never, like, re-glue the package shut. Would it be the same way with, like, this house? Once it's damaged and you put in... Even modern repairs using old-school methods, it's still a modern repair. Does that depreciate the house? I'm looking at the house. I mean, I can't really see this having a lot of even historical value. I mean, it's... It's a rundown shack. I mean, sure, it was built by somebody that you know screwed people to get to somebody famous. <laughs> are you are you sure it wasn't but a rundown shack when it was built? This, in sixteen fifty, this dude wasn't fucking nobody. <laughs> but are you? He sure? just he he built a little piece of shit cottage, and it just stood longer than other ones because somebody didn't tear it down. I just want to make sure it doesn't wind up like you know Cheryl she shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's this is this is too shitty to be Cheryl she shit. Yeah. The gynecologist said, "Stop calling it that." <laughs> it's probably the inspiration for that commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, this 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 shack. This this is a she shack. It's a shitty she shack at that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, I think uh, buildings around Massachusetts might be ran down, but the fact that they preserve it, I think, is amazing. Well, again, that's my point. Like, even when they run down, they're being preserved before historic reasons. Does it destroy the historical value, for lack of a better term, with needing modernized uh, repairs, even if the modernization repair is? done the way they did it back when they first did the, did the house. I mean, you're still using modern lumber or whatever the case may be, you know? Well, I, I think this is one of those things where, like, just some random person decided to name it a historical site when really all it is is just a rundown shack. Hmm. Fair enough. It was the I mean, I, I I don't um, think there were I don't think there were like schools children visiting this place and going ooh and ah. I mean, it was it's a fucking dump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tear, tear it down. Build something that doesn't look like crap. You know. Say hey, this no, is on the that. site of the former this that or the other. No, 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 no. <laughs> I disagree with you completely, Don. Do not tear it down because you know damn right well as soon as they do, a Walgreens, a Wawa, a Walmart, or something else will, or a Starbucks will pop up, and we've got enough of those yeah, shitty places. That's that's true, but then they'll just tear something else down and build one of those anyway. At least they can tear this down, and we'll get rid of this shitty looking thing. No, no, no. That's, just, well, that's the line. I'll, the ne I'll never go to Massachusetts anyway, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like top list of places for me to visit. I really don't give a shit about Massachusetts. Oh, I, I would love to be Don's okay? stand-up stand comedian agent. Like, hey, Don, I got you booked up in Boston. I'm never fucking walking into that <laughs> state. <laughs> I got you booked in Boston. I don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, I don't school. even. I don't even speak the language. There is a school in Boston. Oh my god! <laughs> there, there, there is a school in Boston called North Bennett Street School. They are the oldest uh, 
school teaching the trades in a classroom setting in the entire country. They've started in 1855. Um, they have a preservation carpentry program that I have looked into to actually go and spend eight months in Massachusetts to learn how to do old post and beam construction. And it's called preservation carpentry. You don't use any power tools. It's all done by hand. Massachusetts has the tools that they have the people to restore any building you bring them. And you just explain why right. nobody will ever you go to that them. school. So, so, so does Pennsylvania and Ohio. We have Amish people here. Yeah, yeah. But you just explain. <laughs> you just explain. You just explain why nobody would. Uh, nobody in their right mind would ever go to that school because the teachers are so lazy. They're not going to practically show you how to do the post and beam and and work with hand tools. No, no, no. We'll do it in a classroom setting. It's all theory. You do the work right. after school. <laughs> right, there are computer models. There are computer models that will show you how to do that. I'm not going to show you how to use a handsaw. That's too much work. Here, just look at this picture. <laughs> yeah, here's a YouTube. Here's a YouTube video of somebody doing it. No, actually, it is hands-on. They they have a a second uh, campus offsite that's a little bit outside of Boston, and that's where most of the stuff goes on. That's their workshop building. Damn, that's um, fucked up. They the do schools. All kinds of restoration work all types of historical buildings around the Boston area. It's a, actually a very prestigious school. That's, You've that's, been talking about it for a few, for many years now, actually. Yeah, I, just, no, I just think it's funny. Boston allows the Boston allows the theory side of the school to be in Boston, but with, with the practical side, they're no, no, put it outside the city limits. We don't want to see that shit. <laughs> put it over there. Put it over put there. there this dumpy ass cottage, cottage that somebody ran into. Yeah, put it in Concord. Nobody gives a fuck about that. <laughs> All right, th this I'm going to end with this next news story because uh, just, just, the, just the. I'm hoping this has a picture I can share with you guys because it's just. Oh, it doesn't. You're up oh, there. No, well, there, there's a video, but you'll see the picture on there. A Connecticut-based TikTok star with an unusually large mouth, was certified by Guinness World Records as having the world's largest mouth gape. <laughs> uh, Samantha Ramsdell, 31 oh, it's years a girl old, went, too? went viral. <laughs> What's that? It's a girl, too? It's a girl. Oh. Went viral multiple times on TikTok when she showed off the size of her mouth, leading, to, leading her to seek the Guinness record for world's largest mouth gape for a female. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, I just I just imagine she can make a living fucking destroying every man's ego. <laughs> so instead of a stargate, there's a mouth gate now. Yep. Yep. This, is, this is her mouth gate. You yeah. have to make sure that her, we're, we're, what, which gate we're talking about. I guess adjudicator accompanied Ramsdell to her local dentist's office in South Norwalk, Connecticut. Where her gape, <laughs> mouth gape, they should, you know, clarify, where her gape was measured at 2.56 inches. Oh, my God. I'm assuming diameter. Uh, yeah. I hope it's diameter. So, I mean, you saw you said you had the picture. <laughs> right. Hold on just a second. <laughs> I mean, if this thing, if this thing, if this thing winds up being the gate of forever from fucking like the, the original Star Trek series, then. Oh, it's creepy. Okay. <laughs> you see him? Holy shit! <laughs> wow. Okay. You ever seen pictures of basking sharks? Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, god! I haven't oh. seen it yet. 
Oh, oh Serenity hasn't seen it oh yet. You know, yeah, you see it now. Wow. It looks like it looks like something from a fucking horror film. Oh my god, she does. She looks like she looks like like Evil Dead Two when the 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 the, the Deadite was opening. I'll swallow your soul. I'll your soul and starts <laughs> opening its mouth to try to eat the head of the fucking dude. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. <laughs> The sad part is, is looking at that picture with her mouth in that position, all I hear is, I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> oh, Karen. Holy hell. And that, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we will put an end to this. We will stick another fork in this here uh, news buffet. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for struggling through this with me. Yeah, this one, this one was kind of hard. Uh, you know, I, you made the metaphor sticking a fork in it. I was thinking taking old Yeller behind the barn. <laughs> <laughs> that too. It's 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 been a long weekend, man. I, I have had like two two different sets, two different days, twelve hours each. Uh, the first the first set I was on on Saturday was super fun. I got on set and I'm one of the producers and I have to uh, I have to make sure we have all the props that we need and nobody bothered to tell me that we needed swords because I don't have them. <laughs> well, I know. I <laughs> and know. I got to set and somebody was supposed to bring the swords and our fight coordinator came coordinator came up and said, "Where are the swords?" And I said, "What fucking swords?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. So I, know I had to doing... run and find I had to run and find a buttload of swords real quick. Well, I know you've been so dealing was, with the props a, a lot and, and having lunch with each and every one of them. Can you explain to me what a producer does? Finds money. Like, Whatever, basically. It, it, it depends on who you're working with as a director and whose film you're making is what the producer does. Because I've had films where I don't do much as a producer and I've had films that run me ragged as a producer. Uh, this one, I'm a location producer, so basically I'm on location to keep uh, extras in line, to keep uh, crew available, to make sure we have stuff everywhere that we need. I kind of keep an eye on props, make sure we have what we need there, and it's uh, just just an extra job, basically. It's just more shit to do. <laughs> are, you, are you in the movie, too, or are you just doing the behind-the-scenes shit? I am. I am. I I actually got an upgrade in my character. I am now playing the part of Lucifer in the film Bulletproof Jesus. So, <laughs> well, what, are, what are the swords for? If it's a, you know, I, I when I hear the name Bulletproof, I'm thinking, you know, guns. Well, he's he's bulletproof. You got you can't use bullets. You got to use a fucking sword. Oh, okay. If he's bulletproof, what good's it gonna do to shoot him? Well, a couple nails will do it. I fucking, you could be Jesus with a nail gun. <laughs> a nail gun. <laughs> well, he's nail proof too. You gotta cut him up with a sword. He's nail proof too. I, I am so sorry to the Christian community. He's the new and, I know the, I new and improved Jesus. I'm sorry to the Christian community because I know I offended you. <laughs> they prefer you to pronounce it Jesus. Jesus, you're shooting at the gardener. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. What the fuck? Nope. It... Why did? What's playing in the background now? My phone. Siri turned on on my phone, and you know, heard me talking about like I. I hope I didn't offend all the Christians and shit. And it's at, it's looking up city planters for me. What? <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I right. don't know why. 
freaking weird. <laughs> Speaking of freaking Whoa. weird, let's go ahead and get into the after hour segment. This one is not well. It might be funny. Hopefully, it'll be funny. But uh, I'm going to preface it with a little bit of a uh, uh, kind of a trigger warning. I hate using that term, but I'm going to use it anyway. Uh, the, the subject matter that we're going to talk trigger. about. Uh, the subject matter that we're we're uh, going to uh, talk, or at least try to talk, so we are always known for going off on tangents, um, is is polarizing, really, to people. I mean, we're not going to get into it politically, uh, but we're going to get into something that you know people have very strong feelings and opinions on. And the purpose of the conversation is open dialogue. And, and just getting people's impressions and, and opinions on not only what's going on, but is it or is it not the right way to handle the situation? And that is with all the new things going on around COVID, the Delta variant, the, the, the vaccine mandates that are trying to be pushed through, uh, you know, the, the, the way uh, a lot of uh, media sources are, are uh, and 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 even the White House uh, kind of shaming people who don't want to be vaccinated for whatever their reasonings. Um, so I just want to get everybody's impression on it, like what they're seeing. Is it the right way to handle it? Uh, and and go from there. So this is a hot button topic. I don't want to piss people off. I'd love to know your opinion of it. But this is going to be a civil conversation, and in the comment section, I'd like it to remain that way. So, trigger warning: if you don't like it, I would suggest skipping ahead to uh, Colin's uh, good feel feel good uh, segment later on in the show. But uh, until then, let me present it to the group, guys. How, how you feeling with the way things have been handled uh, right now? With uh, the right now in the country, I think it's like seventy percent of of the United States is vaccinated, but there are people. Like myself, I won't throw anybody under the bus. Like myself, who just are not ready yet to take that needle. Oh, they're calling it seventy percent now because I had I had heard we're still below fifty. Last I heard, on, I didn't think it was that high a percentage yet. Last I heard, and I will. Admit, I mean, I can I can see I can see like in the I can see like in the state of California at seventy percent, but that's like the only one I could see being that high of a percentage. But again, it, the last I heard, and yeah, I will admit it came from Fox News, was that the projection was we're right about 70%. Mm. Overall. Take that for what you will. That's why I quoted the source. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that always helps to know, yeah. sadly. Herd immunizations <laughs> help to about 60%. Once you get to the 60% zone where 60% of the people have either been vaccinated or have already been exposed to a virus, it's pretty hard for that virus to thrive any longer because nobody's going to catch it anymore. It can't live inside anybody because they've always got, they got antibodies for it now in their bodies. Right. Um, so that being said, you know, it's a good thing that they have these vaccinations because it gives our bodies a dose of something that's very similar to the virus, even if it is a more strain of it as, as the Delta variant. That doesn't mean that they won't come out with another type of uh, vaccine to handle the Delta variant. Um, it just means that it will help your body prepare for a little bit better. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a, uh, a senator, Senator uh, Graham, Lindsey Graham um, from South Carolina, who's Republican, and he uh, has been fully vaccinated and yet he's got, he just tested positive for Corona. Uh, I guess he felt like ill a little bit and done with the flu symptoms. Uh, 
as early as Saturday night, and he went in Monday uh, to the doctor and tested positive for the coronavirus, even though he was fully vaccinated. And he's apparently the first one um, in months uh, in the Senate who is tested positive, and uh, the first one who is um, basically broken through a breakthrough that, you know, he's already been vaccinated and he still got this. Right. So apparently the vaccines don't work as well as we think they do. And it just goes to show, you know, you sit around for six months to test something. It takes longer than that for all the test trials to really show the, for evidence for it to be used. That's why there's so much scrutiny over this. Well, you know what? Let me let me let me kind of let me kind of twist this around a little bit here, Don. You are va- fully vaccinated, um, so I'm going to direct this question to you. Do mm-hmm. do you worry about the fact that this 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 uh, this vaccine is really not fully tested, and and really you know call it for what it is? People have been human experimentation for this vaccine. Are you or are you not concerned with having the the full the full vaccine shot about what repercussions you may face in the future? Uh, I smoked cigarettes for 30 years. I was smoking three packs a day when I quit. I'm not all that concerned about what a vaccine is going to do to me. <laughs> I mean, on, honestly, I, I, I drink a half a liter of vodka a night. If that ain't fucking killed me yet, this vaccine ain't going to do shit. Well, if you drink a half a liter of vodka, I mean, you probably didn't need the vaccine because the alcohol would have killed the virus. Exactly, exactly. Because I've done killed, I've done killed everything inside of me. I'm completely oh. dead inside at this point, so I'm good. I'm good. I figured the vaccine, I just it, it's coursing through my veins along with everything else. All right. Well, let me let me rephrase the question then, since you don't obviously care about yourself. Do you find it justifiable right. <laughs> that other people may have that conversation? Like, I've, I fully admit it. My reasonings for the vaccine is all the, the side effects that they don't tell you about, all the things they haven't tested, and, and what could happen in the future from in putting this in your body. Would you yourself say that's that everything. that's a just – would you, you yourself say that's a justifiable fear or concern with using an untested drug? Oh yeah. Oh well, you, using any drug, there's that justifiable concern of what it's going to do to you in the future. I mean, you using anything. I mean, there are people a hundred years ago didn't think there was ever going to be problem building houses out of fucking as asbestos as a fire suppressant, and now there's a problem. Now they're learning that there is. I mean, we're we're definitely going to see something in the future. I don't know if it'll be something that we can even directly attribute to any of the vaccines we've had over our lives. I mean, how, how do you know what's going to cause? Why, you know, is the vaccine the reason you sprouted that third nipple or were you exposed <laughs> to something else somewhere else along the way? Chris <laughs> has always had that third nipple. From eating that. What's that? Chris <laughs> always had that third nipple. He, he was born with it. That's from eating okay. that three-eyed you, fish. You, by you, the, uh, you were born. You were born with it, or was it from your first round of vaccines as an infant that it sprouted? I think it was his first wife. No, it was, <laughs> again, I was fishing. I was fishing by the uh, Springfield nuclear plant. Caught a uh, caught a uh, three-eyed fish. Ate it, and now I got a third nipple. And ate it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. And then I mean, lost it. In and the if you're eating, my if, if you are eating radiated nuclear three-eyed fish. Don't worry about what the vaccine is going to do to you because you're already fucked. 
Well, see, the problem right? was that fish wasn't wearing a damn mask and it hadn't been vaccinated. <laughs> That's the problem. That's or the fish was wearing a full face shield, and they couldn't tell it had three eyes, and that's why they went ahead and ate it. There you go. Hey, maybe. Personally, I don't trust. I don't trust eating any fish that I can't see its face. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> that's totally. There are a lot of ways you can take that. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> I'm gonna find you clothes. Oh, no. <laughs> And I'm still here thinking when Chris looks between his legs, he calls it a nipple now. Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the joke being hung like an infant just finally wore thin. So I figured nipple was better. Right. There you go. There you go. Well, Willie's the one with a little Johnson and I think he already had COVID. So he's good. Oh, but we're about we're about oh, to well, there you go. There you we're go. about to spread his little Johnson around, so everybody's going to get COVID now. That's yeah, oh, is his little Johnson vaccinated? Uh, I'll sterilize it for you. Okay. <laughs> it's a virgin. Okay. Um, so fifty point, let's see, fifty point two percent of the U.S. is fully vaccinated. What's the source? Fully. So, well, f fully vaccinated as opposed to there are some that only got one shot and never went back for the second. Right. And I, I think so that might be yeah. where the 70% are because no, they always throw two different numbers out there. Right. I was about to say. 58.3 at least one dose. 58.3% okay. of the population is at least one dose. Fully vaccinated is 50.2%. Okay. Per Google search, you know, right. how else do we live? According to the Hill.com, uh, 122,000 new cases were reported by on Friday, and the U.S. total um, has uh, 35 million overall reported cases of COVID since it started. Well, let me let me be a, let me a shit let me be a shit starter here. Does it say what you're reading there? Does it say uh, new with the new cases? Is it saying that it's COVID-19, or is they saying it's the Delta variant? Because that's that's something that's been confusing on the things that I've been following. When they talk about cases right, and everything yeah, else, it is, is it COVID or is it this Delta it, strand they're talking about? Right. No, this is just new cases. Didn't it? Didn't which is still COVID. It's just a different different mutation of it right well a few months ago we were down to only a couple thousand a day new cases you know like a month ago right so now it's coming back up it's this variant shit and i'm like great here we go again well again oh yeah uh, people are panic buying well that's why i don't believe in the delta variant i just think people stop fearing covid so oh here's a new strand just to make you scared again but um no the the, the question i was what's that the more shit we can't see, it's an invisible uh, thing to fear to control us almost, you know. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but, geez, I never got sick once during all this shit. Well, that that's my problem, too. It's like, okay, flu flu deaths and, and flu infections have all but disappeared during the original COVID infestation. Uh, everything turned into COVID deaths. You got hit by a bus and died. Oh, it was a COVID death. You know, like the numbers are so far-fetched to begin with. And we're politicized so much that it, it's hard to buy into a variant. It's hard to buy into whether this vaccine works or not. Look, I'm a rational guy, and I know there's plenty of things out there that are that are hyped up to, to either make you fear or make you not fear whether this thing is real or fake. 
Okay, so I'm I'm an open book when it comes to it. I personally don't think it's anything worse than than uh, than another na- uh, natural form or, or variant of the flu, but not so much a pandemic. But the way it's been handled throughout during Trump's administration, during Biden's administration, Fauci and his flip-flopping and his stupidity and everything else, it's just, I don't know what to believe. And as a, per, as a normal human being in everyday walk, walks of life, if I don't know what to think or believe about something, I don't participate in it. So if I don't know what to think or believe because of all the bullshit with COVID, why would I trust the vaccine? Right. How about let's take the COVID vaccine kind of off the table for a second. So, you know how I have my youngest daughter. She's four months old. Right. She went to get her vaccine on Friday. They're the, vaccinating, like, they're vaccinating infants? Stuff. No, it's not the coronavirus one. I said take oh. the coronavirus off the table. Oh, okay. Just no, no. Vaccines in general. Okay. And this okay. Is right. Just, just vaccines in general. Oh, yeah, this is polio, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so now they changed it where it's five and one. And about 24 hours after she got it, her both of her eyes swelled up. She got a rash. Her leg is still bruised and has a rash on it. Like, if these are the things that they're giving kids, like, she'll never get that vaccine again. I will not allow it. But, like, did she have an allergic reaction? Like, vaccine, what was her explanation for it? I didn't take her back to the doctor. You know, my dad's a retired doctor, so I had him check her out. It was over the weekend. I didn't want to take her to the hospital. It's, she's okay now. I mean, okay. the rash is still there. But vaccines have side effects to them, and we know that. Side effects better than, let's say, having polio and possibly dying or diphtheria and dying. I mean, it's a risk versus reward thing where, you know, hey, I tried it. She had a reaction of some kind. I won't give it to her again, but we did try. I mean, I'm kind of iffy on this whole vaccine thing either way, but I think every vaccine pretty much has one or two side effects, not a million that could kill you, like, one that they're putting out now and they've been around for decades right and and i agree with you but i think that the 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 variant difference you know between like the the infantile vaccinations that they give uh you know infants and, and toddlers or even things like the flu virus these were in lab tested for years they they did testing on lab rats and stuff like that for years before it went to human trials COVID's vaccine right, not six months yeah COVID's vaccine barely had had a half a year before it was on the market it, it just seems too short of a time I trust okay it. so the COVID vaccine I saw paperwork saying that it was completely trademarked or patented or whatever in 2018 so it'd been around before COVID, well, before our pandemic hit. Right. I don't think the vaccine is as new as what they're claiming it to be, and I definitely oh, don't think it does what they claim it to be. But at I the same time, up. like polio, think about it. When polio came about, they had to do the same thing. Yeah. They had to put out a vaccine right away because people's kids were dying. Well, we, we proved it. 
what were you about to say, Colin? You looked up uh, the 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 what what Serenity's talking about about it uh, patent being patented back in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up, and there were multiple different things that um, had patents on them, and um, one of them is old. I think is twenty twelve. You know, like this for COVID around for quite a while. Yeah, coronavirus viruses. Well, there um, was there was other. There, there was other, correct me if I'm wrong here, but there was other, for lack of a better term, I'm going to use air quotes here, but more natural versions of COVID before 19. And I say that because although it's not popular to say, and Facebook will probably tear down the video as soon as we put it up from this episode this week, but uh, COVID-19 came from a lab in China. It's, it's a proven yeah. fact. It came from a lab in China. All the evidence, all the evidence points there. Makes sense to but me. that doesn't even matter. The fact is, is if it's out, what do we do right. about it? No, I get that, right. but I, I'm just my my point wasn't that wasn't the the shit on the, you know the the censorship of Facebook. Uh, the point was that <laughs> there's there for lack of a better term here, there's been 18 other strands of COVID that has run through our atmosphere at some point or another. Could these patents be for those and not necessarily for COVID 19? That was my question. COVID 19 is patented in 2018 i like right. saw the paperwork for it there's tons of coronaviruses you've probably had 10 different coronaviruses in your life but this one just happens to be more deadly because yeah, yeah maybe lab created i mean right okay it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist though i don't know like after you know right. like i said earlier after bobby's post and a bunch of other things that have happened. I'm not saying that it's not real. I just don't, I don't want to get vaccinated. I just, I, well, here's the biggest, I don't trust the system. What's the result of all this fear that's being monitored on us? What, what is the result? You know, who benefits from all of this? Well, right now, big pharma, big pharma benefits from it. Uh, Pfizer or whatever the hell mm-hmm. companies make it. Um, the government is shelling out money to pay for this stuff. So, I mean, they could be putting anything in there. They could be putting mind inhibitors into these things. They could be putting um, other things in there. To, they could be putting microscopic chips in it as they do these vaccines. We don't know. And the whole thing is, you know, you look at all this stuff and who benefits? Who benefits by like, all the fear? Well, I would, just to be on the safe site, when I got my vaccine, I was wearing my tinfoil hat. <laughs> so it ain't gonna affect me like that. The sad, I'm the, good. The, the, sad, <laughs> the sad part about it, Don, is, is is even though it still goes onto the side of conspiracy theory, it, it, it does. There is a level of truth in that, especially with the way they push upon it. Um, now, like you know, the heads of, of of cities and states, and and even up all the way up to the presidency, are pushing this vaccine so much that they're practically trying to get it where you go door to door and kick in somebody's door and jab them with a needle mandate, you know, and, and that in Europe. And if you don't comply or you still refuse, I haven't seen anything of the sort. (laughs) They've talked about it. They have actually talked about it. Like I'm, 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 I'm kind of raising it up a little bit with the whole entire kick your door down and jab you, but they do want to go door to door and force you to take the, the, the vaccine. And if you do not comply, they're, they're actually willing to go up to jail time. Who has talked about it? Where? 
It the new because uh, uh, because it's real easy to say they've talked about it and have this discussion, but it's a lot harder to say who it actually was and where you can find the information of them talking about. Well, it. most most of what I said mm-hmm. has been said through Jen Psaki and Joe Biden himself. Uh, some of the other ones are various like uh, uh, senators who've done like spot fucking uh, conversations on you know insert mainstream media news uh, interview here. You know, uh, about about the uh, things of like they would like to make it where you get fined, penalized or jail time if you refuse. Right. There's also Hmm. senators that have been pushing to ensure that you don't have to be required to have a vaccination stamp on your identification. Yeah, that's a vaccine passport. Yeah, vaccine passport. Now, now they're yeah. trying to make that a thing. We they want to argue that voter ID is racist, but a vaccine stamp is necessary. Right. Why don't they just start giving us all tattoos on our wrists? Right. Mm-hmm. That hasn't. <laughs> been, I already got one. That hasn't been done before. You know, just just uh, no. just a little number right it's on only your forearm. Size. Yeah. You know, you know a couple. Where, where, where do we let it go? Where do we let it stop? Where do we take? Hey, no, we're gonna stop it. This is enough. Where, where do we draw the line? Because it's us. We're the citizens. We're the people that have to be to, to deal with. We're uh, They work for us. You know, we are their boss. So how come they are pushing this crap on us? And we don't really want it. All of us don't want it. You know, and the proper the proper people have to represent us, and vote on these things and take care. But he kind of froze up. There's yeah. No, but I I agree. I agree with Colin. I mean, like I, I get. I get the reasonings they want to do this. I get they want everybody to be vaccinated. Let, let's just put it at face value for the moment and forget the conspiracy theories for a minute. I get that they want people to be safe and healthy and make sure that I don't infect you if I don't get the vaccine and wind up with COVID. I get the premise, but is forcing people or trying to uh, constitute in penalties for people who do not wish to comply the right way to do this or is this just make that much more of a divide between not only the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers but the people and the government you know i probably would have gotten the vaccine if i didn't see the stupid articles that i could tell are trying to manipulate me like father of five dies of covid last words I wish I would have gotten the damn vaccine. Right. Like, that shit pisses me off. I probably would have already gotten it if they were like, hey, if you want to live, get it. If you don't, don't. Don't fucking manipulate me. (laughs) Don, you've been quiet for a minute. What do you think? Oh, I'm just just listening in. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, still, to... to, You got vaccinated, you didn't... You didn't need to talk about it, but did you have any side effects, like your arm bruise or anything? Uh, the first shot, my arm was a little sore. That was about it. What about the second? I've I mean, heard the second's to, worse. To, what's that? I've heard the second's worse, so what about the second? Nah, didn't do shit. Arm wasn't even sore on the second one. So I heard the Oh, my God. Doesn't work if you're not wearing a mask when they give it to you. <laughs> right. Well, I was. I actually. I know that. I was wearing a mask and a condom just in case. Attaboy. Got an ear infection though. Damn. Even his. Even oh. his little Johnson. <laughs> even I didn't little, have my headphones on. <laughs> even his little Johnson couldn't breathe. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because I. I don't want him catching shit. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think that they need to understand that all the. Yep, I don't know what happened to Colin. His video paused. Again? I don't know if he hit a button because his video paused. But no, that, that, that. Okay, so you know how your phone, like, listens to you and brings you news alerts because of things you're talking about? So oh, yeah. mine just came up saying, Pastor Greg Lockie says, only crack smoking leftists leftists believe Joe Biden won the election. <laughs> See what you're bringing to my news feed, man? Well, I mean, yeah, way uh, to we're, go. we're bringing the truth. Um, no, um, <laughs> the the fact the fact of the matter is is that like I like I said, I understand what they're going for. Whether I agree with it or not doesn't matter. I understand what they're going for. I question the methods of what they're of how they're trying to go about it. By shaming people, telling them that you're, you know, you're basically like baby killers or, or whatever else if you don't get the vaccine. And we need 100% vaccination in the country, forgetting the fact that some people have already had the virus and already have the immunity. Or there's right. uh, some people who would have an allergic reaction to it, which would make that vaccine worse for them than COVID. You know, or, you know, the fact that most people between the ages of 18 and 40, for, the, for example... Are the ones that are susceptible, uh, least susceptible to it, or, or even under 18, children are completely almost immune. And the fact, let's take into consideration something they never want to talk about. They always talk about the crisis and the pandemic and how deadly and blah, 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 blah. This virus has a 99.4% survival rate. Unless you have health conditions or are obese or over or, or, or uh, elderly you're more than likely going to survive it without any treatment. Well, well, here's the thing, though. If you have health conditions, you're obese. Well, that's 85% of America right there. Yeah. <laughs> you right? just covered most of the fucking country just by saying obese. Look, just because you every day you buy a bag of weed from a, a dispensary because you have anxiety does not mean you have medical conditions that COVID would uh, would fuck you up on. <laughs> I didn't say anything about that. I no, you but said you, you talk about you talk about a large portion of the country right there. Right, the, the obesity, not the not the uh, the medical right. issues. Medical issues are way lower, and it would be even lower if we took out stupid things like I just can't today, so I need a joint. Okay, so elimin eliminating just the medical conditions. Let's go with just obese in America. So we're we've gone from eighty five cent to eighty three eighty three and a half percent now. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> just with obese people. <laughs> Still, an eighty-three, an eighty-three percent in schoolwork is a B plus. So, you know, I yeah. Mean, if you're a fucking flacker, though, I think my biggest, my biggest and an eighty-three percent was a B plus when we were kids. Eighty-three percent when I finished high school, that would barely be a D. But you, but you know what? I, I to be honest with you, I'm not even upset. I'm not even upset about to make it mandatory. I'm not upset. I think it's fucked up, but I'm not upset about that. What I'm most upset about is the way that non-vaxxers or people who are on the fence about getting vax vaccinated are treated like fucking lepers and, and disrespected by normal members of society, by the mainstream media, by the fucking White House. Talked down to, disrespected, treated like they're fucking, you know, patient zero. Well, the, the, the White House has never been a normal member of society. No, I know that, but that, that, that you know, you're, 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 you're insulting and disrespecting, uh, you know, oh, yeah. Americans for exercising their own civil liberties. 
that's not the way to win over their their them to your side. You know, calling me an asshole. Oh, I, and have, a baby I killer absolutely is not agree. Gonna... Here's here's the thing. I, I'm fully vaccinated. It was my choice to do that. Right. It's not my choice for you to be. You do what you want. And that's my thought on the whole thing. Is I I don't like the idea of mandating jack shit. That's uh, you know I, I I I chose to get vaccinated mainly because I work in medical facilities. I'm in medical facilities every fucking day of the week. Well, I'm exposed to it more than a lot of people, especially being up in air handlers and air filters. Well, if I had I'm exposed your, to it probably about as much as anybody else in the medical field. Well, let, let's so be, let's to be, me it makes sense to have that. Well, let's right. be real. If I had idea. if I had your job, I'd be asking them to stick me with every vaccine they fucking have because I don't want exactly. anything that comes That's out what, of the hospital. When I, when I first started, <laughs> when I first started working in the hospital, there were some that I had to have that were mandatory, and then there were some that were optional. And I looked at what the side effects for the optional ones were. As opposed to what d disease it was, like hepatitis, and I said, "Yeah, hit me with that fucking vaccine. <laughs> if I might be able to catch that shit in here, I want to be protected from it." That's it. Mix it all together but and put a little that's fucking umbrella my on it. Choice. Mix it all together and put a little umbrella on it. I'll drink that fucker down if I was Hell in yeah. your job. But you know, my everyday life. I'm nowhere near. Right, you, you spend yeah, you well, even your job. You spend most of your time in a truck driving packages around. You don't have a lot of contact with people, do you? No, no. In fact, majority majority leaving shit on their porches and on docks. So yeah, yeah. It, yeah so I I have I it's have. A, it's a different circumstance, a different scenario. I think I think uh, with with fresh hot food and uh, alcohol. Uh, which you do have to, you know, interact because you have to get like, you know, identification, scan their ID for the alcohol or, you know, you hand them a pizza. You don't put it on right. the porch. But I mean, like, really, I, 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 would. I, think, I think my general public. I wouldn't even leave my car. I just, a pizza's a disc. You can throw that thing. It'll fly. I can hit their porch with it. I, I would I would, honestly, <laughs> I would honestly say my interaction with the public during my job is, is really like 0.5% at best. Right. You know what I mean? And even then, I can social distance the shit out of that. Look, you know, I'll take your card, walk over here, scan it, give it back to you. Here's your beer. I'm on my way. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean. Right. And, and that's, that's that's the thing. I don't I don't judge anybody for choosing not to get vaccinated. That That is absolutely their choice. And they have their reasons for it, just like I had my reasons for wanting to be fully vaccinated. That was my choice. Right. But I mean, you know, the the question still stands to everybody else. Like the the, the mandatory the, the mandatories that they're talking about, they're not in practice yet. I don't want fucking any alarmists going off. They're not in practice, but they are theorizing and talking. They, about they already things. are. They kind of are, and and especially yeah. being reinforced with negative condensations towards people that are that are not vaccinated, regardless of their reasonings. You know, whether they're crackpot conspiracy theorists or or people who just have concerns or. You know, like I said, the, the 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 percentage of the people who have had COVID now have the antibodies because they've had COVID, or people who that vaccine would not mix well with their medical conditions or medications that they take. You know, like right? You're you're shaming people for doing the right thing for themselves. Is is that the way to handle this? Is right. that is that how we unify the country to say, yeah, this is a good idea. We should all do this. Well, yeah, that, that's that's all politics are anymore is shaming anybody that doesn't think like you. 
<laughs> True. That's yeah, yeah. That right? that's both sides you're on. It's like you don't think like me. You're a dumbass, and that's that's all that is anymore. And it's this. That's why when things like this become nothing but political fodder, it turns into the fucked up shitty mess we have. Well, that's why I was asking Colin and, and Serenity's uh, opinions of it too. Like, do you think this is the right way to handle it? Shaming people into into compliance, or or is there a better way, a, a compromising way, to either sway people to get on board, or at least to coexist or cohabitate with people who refuse? You know me, I'm a I'm a rebel, man. You tell me to do it, I ain't gonna do it. Like all these people that are like. Oh, man, you got to do it. And they, like, try to bully me into it. I'm like, fuck you. Step to me, bitch. It's like, they just need to shut up, and I'd probably do it. (laughs) You you look at it in a different way. I kind of think about it like, uh, all right, years and years ago, ancestry-wise, seven generations back, my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was Chief Blackbird of the Omaha tribe. Now, he died from smallpox, but his genetics went on into my ancestors, and I'm here because our genetics beat smallpox. I don't need a vaccine for something that my strong immune system should handle just fine based on the research. And so, like, I don't really care what they think. Anybody can think what they want if, they, if they're worried about their immune system because they suck and they don't eat right and they don't they do what they should and they're not active and they sit on the couch all day with button mashing thumbs from playing too hey, many games. Hey, you talking about me? Or me. Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> you know, and they're afraid, they're scared. Well, then fine, go get the vaccine if you think it's going to help. But we've got a senator that already was fully vaccinated. He got it anyway. So what the hell's the difference? Obviously, it doesn't help that much. Just... No. Okay. Yeah, but that's Lin- so but that but that's Lindsey Graham. So who gives a shit? Well, it's hey, one. <laughs> hey, Colin, Colin, no, Colin. I said at the beginning that... of the show, Colin. I said at the beginning of the show that we are not going to get into a heated debate and and disrespect anyone for their points of view. So I'm going to ask you, why did you just shit on uh, me, Serenity, and Don's Fortnite group? Exactly. That's just. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I interrupted Serenity. What were you saying? If people don't have a good immune system and they're concerned, then I would say, yeah, go ahead and get this vaccine if it'll make you feel better and you think that your body might need that extra boost to fight off this piece of shit virus. Great. Go and do it. If you're older and you don't have a great immune system, you've got underlying issues and your doctor says it's a good idea, go for it. As for me, no, my ancestors beat smallpox. I don't need this crap. My immune system works great because I eat right and I'm active. I don't sit on my ass playing video games all day eating junk food. Why you, you know? fucking shit about me, man? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually so upset. I'm so upset I got to step away and mute this for about 10 minutes. I'll be right back, guys. Sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's hit on another. Let, let, okay, wait. I, I want to make something clear here. All right. So they're not saying that the vaccine is like the cure to COVID, like they were before. They're saying that if you get it, you probably won't die from it. Right. Right. You know now, and I mean, and that that kind of leads into the next portion that uh, of the topic of discussion is that some cities, specifically some Democratic-led cities, 
are already taking steps into putting people back into lockdown because of the Delta variant. Even if you've been vaccinated, putting masks back on, uh, limiting uh, interactions with other people. These things are real. It's like, it, it, like, like I said, I, I believe that the uh, COVID uh, var- Delta variant is simply you stop being scared about COVID. So we need to gain control again. Why would, especially if these if these vaccines work or at least work well enough that you won't die from it, why would we put people back on lockdown? Because nobody's listening. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, they they want to have control, right? There's got to be a benefit, an underlying benefit for them to do that. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, they could say that people won't spread it as much. All right, and if, if there's a mutation and it says Delta variant, uh, that's believable. All right, but is that for real? Is that really what's going on, or are they just yanking our chain? You know, and if they're not yanking our chain, well, it's just another variant of the same strain. So the people already had the coronavirus, they shouldn't have to get vaccinated again because they've already got the antibodies from the original. So that their body should handle Those don't it. don't last forever. Like, yeah. Their body's, you know, built up that immunity to it. Their body learned it. Like, oh, we know what this is now. All your white blood cells, you know, all your, um, what is it, immunoglobulin? Uh, yeah, immunoglobulins. Um, there's the things that handle the proteins that surround um, different virus cells. Well, they interact with each other. So those are the things that we have to worry about. And if you've got strong immune system, you got plenty of those. My immune system is great. I mean, not everybody's is. So I mean, if you're scared of it, hey, go for it, you know. Um, but myself, I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I don't think it should be a mandated thing, though. Well, let, let's let's be let's be uh, let's be the uh, uh, scientists in the room here for a minute. Well, let's let's conduct an experiment and get to the root cause. Let's find the answer and the truth. The fear and and misinformation about COVID, one way or the other, whether whether you know. Whether it's uh, no worse than the flu to it actually is a weaponized pandemic released from Wuhan to whatever the case may be, whatever argument you want to take. Who's at really at fault? Is it the independent or independent countries, governments uh, hyping it wrong? Is it the researchers like Dr. Fauci who, who were giving out false information or is it the news media who just jumped on every story of everything to put the fear of God into the general populace. Who's really at fault for this being out of control and out of hand? You are. Me? I'll I'll take full responsibility, sure. Put a lot of story. I'll take the blame for it. Fuck it, I'm down with it. No, but I'm I'm being serious. Like, who's really at fault for how out of control this has been for the past year and a half? Is it is it is it the uh, government covering shit up or, or putting the fear of God into people? Is it the researchers and and them releasing information without it being fully tested, or is it the mainstream media telling us that we should put the fear of God into the invisible enemy? I think it's a deeper issue. I think it's deeper seated in um, powerful people that want to have control or a squeeze on all of us, the entire planet. So George Soros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little naughty, whatever you want. There you go. What about you, Serenity? Who's the How's boogeyman? The question again? Who's oh, who's the 
who who's really at fault for things being in the in the state that it is as far as information to the general populace as far as covid is concerned oh man that's that has to be the rothschilds the bilderberg group the nwl right well, I was I was meaning I was meaning the the ones that are spreading the fear. Was it the government? Was it the the CDC and 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 doctors, or was it the mainstream media? Who mainstream who really media. put this out of control? Oh, mainstream all, media, a million percent. It's all orchestrated. Well, that's fair like enough. They said the Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. We don't know who's behind that curtain. They're putting on a show for us. It's Disney. It's Disney. <laughs> it's Disney. Disney's planning to buy all of us, so they just need the fucking markdown. <laughs> it's Disney. They're gonna own you too. All ba- all hail our mouse overlord. Now I think that's Mandalorian a- comes back and has COVID, and then the jig is up. Yeah, you can't put COVID on on the Mandalorian. Mando already wears a mask up full time. That's right. <laughs> this is the way. That would probably be the answer to, to the COVID problem is just give everybody a Mandalorian mask. We'll all fucking wear it all the time. We would have no problems with it. it you know how cool I would feel walking into a grocery store wearing a Mando mask? <laughs> I want a Stormtrooper mask. Well, if we're going to if we're gonna get nitpick, I'd rather have Vader, but I mean, you know. <laughs> All right, I think this is a fair enough stopping point for After Hours. Let's get into something more positive. Colin? All right, well, I did a little bit of research here in the last few hours. Um, Let's see. Well, let's start off with uh, one thing that's uh, kind of a downer, but kind of a positive thing as well. Um, We lost Dusty Hill this past week, uh, the bass player for the band ZZ Top. Um, Everybody, I'm sure, can remember the song Sharp Dressed Man. Legs, give me all your loving. Tush. You know, um, Tush. Yeah, all kinds of great songs from this band, and uh, the whole the whole world right now is uh, kind of sad over this. If they if they're ZZ Top fans, um, but I, I looked it up a little bit. Uh, apparently, he uh, he was from Dallas, Texas. Um, started playing a bass guitar when he was 13 years old. Um, born May 19th, 1949, and died uh, June 28th. 2021. Um, according, he passed away at 72 years old. Uh, according to Rolling Stone magazine, he played with ZZ Top for 50 years. Um, John Fogarty of CCR tweeted, "We are devastated to hear of his passing. Heartbreaking." Uh, <clears throat> the the show uh, they played with them last week was his last. Um, so yeah, that's a, a sad note. But at the same time, you know. Uh, I really doubt that Billy Gibbons and Frank Beard are going to uh, quit doing the music biz over it uh, because they're well established. Um, oddly enough, the guy named Beard, Frank Beard, the drummer, um, he's the one guy who's never had a beard for years. <laughs> Although I think he grew one now. Um, so, yeah, apparently the cases are up for all the COVID. Um, and like I said, that Lindsay. Graham, uh, Republican from South Carolina, you know, he got, uh, he felt bad and ill Saturday, and he went in to be tested and checked out Dr. Monday, and um, tested positive, and he'd already been fully vaccinated, he's the first one of uh, senators to be 
uh, diagnosed with COVID in months. And uh, he said he will be quarantining for 10 days. Um, and he's thankful for the virus vaccine because he feels it has given him um, lighter symptoms, which uh, is good for him if, if it seems to work. Um, uh, can we go back to thing? the, uh, because I had to step away a second, can, I, can we go back to the Dusty Hill thing real quick? I just, I just oh, want, yeah. I, I just wanted to point out that 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 was kind of like the cap on like a string of uh, musicians who unfortunately have passed away, damn near within weeks of each other. I mean, we had the lead guitarist and keyboardist from Cinderella. We had the lead vocalist from Metal Church. We had uh, the drummer from Slipknot. All dying right. within days of each other. It was really kind of a weird situation for the past couple of weeks. Right. And I know I'm forgetting yeah, did, some didn't others. Didn't Bismarcky died too? Yeah, Bismarcky yeah. died. You know, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's been a it's been a, a rough patch for music. Yeah, it music really was. has. I just so wanted to point that out before we move forward. <laughs> all the bands out there who've lost a band member in recent days, uh, chin up. You know, keep it rocking, keep going, don't give up. That's not what the people of the past would want you to do. Well, there you go. That's that that that's the positivity we could take from this. Is they've all all of them have left legacies from their music that can will be enjoyed long after, you know, their lives. Right. Yep. Yeah, so uh, anyhow, we got uh, Lindsey Graham here, and he's he's doing all right now. He's going to 14 for 10 days. Um, he's the first uh, one of the senators who's gotten COVID in months. Um, he's the first one who's gotten this breakout kind of a reckless uh, virus still hitting him after being vaccinated. Um, but he gives credit to the vaccine, says he felt that he thinks that the symptoms would have been far worse had he not gotten it, um, according to the kill.com. Well, again, you know, not neither neither here nor there. I don't care what side of the aisle you you politically sit on. It, it's good to hear that somebody who's going through something is going to be all right by the end of it. Like, you know, again, we just had a whole conversation for almost an hour about COVID and whether we believe it's a realistic thing or not. And then we go right into a, a senator who, you know, the vac- he feels the vaccine helped him out and he's going to be okay from something that he believes is still dangerous. Then... I'm happy to hear he's going to be all right. Right, right. I, I'm happy to hear he's going to be all right, but it is Lindsey Graham. I think a uh, much longer quarantine would be good, too. <laughs> like 10, 15 years. <laughs> That's not even political. I just hate that wormy dickhead. <laughs> well, anyway, Graham was one of 17 GOP senators who have been uh, helping push to advance the bipartisan infrastructure bill meaning supporting senators will be down one vote until he comes back. They only they only need um, 10 rep, uh, uh, Republican, Republican senators to pass the bill if every Democrat senator votes. Uh, first, first known COVID case among senators in months. <laughs> it, it's like, you know, I feel bad that it's happened, okay. but at the same That's time... If everybody else in the country is okay. dealing with this COVID, it's almost reassuring to know that like one of our people that are in government is also dealing with it right alongside. Yeah, if if only they had to deal with it with the same health care that we get. Right. <laughs> right. That might actually be meaningful to them then. Right, right, right. Everybody else has got Cracker Jack box uh, health insurance. 
Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, now. Yeah. Makes me. <laughs> makes that insurance commercial where the guy's like at the fishing pole and he's waving to get a deal from your insurance. He's like, oh, come on. You got to try harder than that, you know? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, but insurance is a racket anyway. So if you got shitty insurance, my heart goes out to you. Um, either way, you know, hopefully the Senate is all right. Um, Speaking of thing, insurance uh, and hit, shit. Speaking of insurance and shit, that it's kind of a little off topic here. Has anybody seen like the recent strain, uh, new strain of State Farm commercials where you got the dude sitting on the couch and uh, like different scenarios, and he's like, "Well, that was unexpected" and stuff like that. Has anybody, <laughs> is anybody besides me realized they switched Jake from State Farm and none of us noticed? Because Jake from State Farm was a dumpy, kind of chubby white guy. At a call center, you know, what are you wearing, Jake, from Steak Farm? Uh, khakis. Now he's a kind of a smooth-talking, thin black guy sitting on a couch, and none of us noticed. He's still wearing khaki pants, though. Is, is he still You're Jake? Me yeah, I still he's Jake. Notice. He's still Jake from Snake State Farm. Huh? But they kind of switched oh, okay. him, and none of us noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, you're not supposed to notice that. Uh, these, these these things happen. Did, did you ever watch Roseanne? They had how many different <laughs> how many different daughters? Yes, I noticed that on Roseanne because only the first one was cute. Right. <laughs> yep, yep. The other the other the other ones the other Beckys all had crazy eyes and shit. Like I no no not good. <laughs> and they kept Sarah up. Gilbert on that fucking show, so that ruined it for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see another thing going on. Thirty years ago today, uh, the Viking replica Gaia reached the first Norse settlement in North America, commemorating a thousand-year uh, anniversary of Leif Erikson's uh, landing after crossing Norway. But um, Leif Erikson was a Norse explorer from Iceland, credited with being the first European to set foot in North America. Um, yes, before yeah, Columbus. One thousand and thirty years ago today, wasn't he credited as like the first person to even discover America? Not just North America, but in America in general. Above Christopher Columbus, that was an argument for yeah. for some time that Chris yeah. was not the first person to discover it. Actually, Leif Erikson right. was. Leif Erikson, correct? Yeah. <laughs> well, the first first European. First ever. I people think, knew it was argument. here. There were there. Well, people knew it was here because there were people here. Right. He must not have seen any natives. We'd have ran him off. Right. Anybody who was not indigenous to the United States, or not the United States, to, to North and South America, Leif Erikson was the first one to discover this continent. Or right. continents, yeah. since it is two continents. Yeah, and then in uh, other positive news, anybody who's uh, in pagan belief systems out there, yesterday was August 1st, and that is a pagan holiday called Lunasa. Um, that is a Celtic, Irish um, celebration of the harvest, the early harvest of the three harvest season um, holidays um, where you you pay respect to all of the early crops, um, grapes, um, nuts, different types of berries, um, things like that. Do you know and, what? Uh, so pagan believing out there, pagan believers, uh, Happy Lunasta. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play the German card for the first time in my life, especially because like whenever you say that most people cringe. But 
Yeah, I don't believe in that holiday. We all know that the Harvest Day is Oktoberfest, and you celebrate it by drinking beer, wearing lederhosen, and singing oompa songs. This, <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I haven't been to good Octo- I haven't been to a good Oktoberfest in a long time. I have to do that this year. <laughs> I want to see you and your lederhosen. <laughs> I bet. I bet you do. You and everybody else. We want picks. <laughs> Picture didn't happen. I, I, I'll be selling eight by ten autograph pics of me and my lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna finance my next movie. <laughs> Serenity gets it. Serenity gets it half off. The lederhosen, not the picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna say the lederhosen. <laughs> 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 There's a Michael Jackson joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I guess that's about all I got for positive stuff for this week. Well, right on. That means we've reached the end of the show, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, leave a co- like and a comment, you know, down below, especially on the topic that we were having. We'd love to hear your two cents. Again, keep it clean. This is a, an exchange of ideas. This, this is not meant to trigger anybody in any way shape or form uh other than simply you know what do you guys think of not only the opposite point of view but your own point of view when it comes to the covid stuff that we discussed uh or anything else on the show i mean we could talk about how dark fucking um news buffet was (laughs) only the one story yeah, but it fucking like like a cancer. It spread throughout all the other stories. <laughs> well, yeah, it just it just it there there was just something hanging over the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, uh, there 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 therein lies the episode title. Just something hanging over the rest of it. <laughs> kind of fits with the tea bag story. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh. Always something hanging over it. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> but well, again, as normal, we'll go around the room. Everybody, tell you, tell you, uh, tell the audience what you're up to and where they can find you if you want them to find you. Uh, you know, Serenity's tired of people telling her she's out of milk, so stay away from her goddamn kitchen kitchen window, please, people. Um, but Don, we'll go ahead and start with you. All right. Well, right now I have uh, uh, Tubi TV is a fairly new streaming service. Right now I'm in four. Uh, feature films on Tubi. I'm in Black Mamba, Six Feet Below Hell, uh, King Killer, and what's the other one? Uh, Straight Out of Hate. I'm in all four of those. You can see me on there. I have a couple new movies coming out. I have one more movie shoot this week and a uh, string of three of them. I'm going to be playing Lucifer and Bulletproof Jesus. I'm going to play be playing uh, the uh, very distraught Mary Har- Mayor Harvey Wallbanger in the uh, upcoming Western comedy Big Trouble in Jackass Flats, and I'm going to get uh, I'm going to be part of uh, Eat the Rich uh, coming up here this week. So uh, all kinds of film stuff going on, and I'm freaking loving it. Nice. How about the How about comedy tour? Have you been going back on stage for any of that stuff? I have not, and I'm loving it. I am not. I am enjoying the break from comedy right now. I may someday soon get back up there, but right now I'm just uh, I'm just working on movies and doing my thing, and I, I'm happy with that for the time being. Right on. And Colin, we'll go to you next. 
Well, uh, you can find me on Facebook, find me on uh, YouTube. Uh, if you want to email me, get a hold of me at colinwashburn at gmail.com. Got something to say to Chris or Don or Serenity or anybody. Give me a holler. No, you, you you can't you can't go to Colin or me or anybody else if you want to if you want to say something to me because I know what you're gonna say and I don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Serenity, uh, I know you don't like giving the away. So, with your permission, if anybody wants to contact uh, Serenity in any way, shape, or form, of course, you can contact uh, Realm of the Mist Entertainment, Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment, or Colin Washburn since he'll filter it for. Her. Uh, also, if you're interested in her uh, in her group, uh, Vinyl Profits, you can find it on Facebook in groups and pages. Just look for Vinyl Profit Records. Does that work for you? So that way you don't have to go through it. Perfect. There you yes, go. That was awesome. <laughs> and of course, guys, for breaking the fourth wall entertainment, if you enjoyed this episode in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts of breaking the fourth wall entertainment. And if you prefer them in audio only format, we got you covered. Just check us out on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Thank you very much for joining us. We had a blast. I know this one was a little darker. I promise the next one will be lighter although I frequently break my promises. But we'll catch you next week for the next Breaking the Fourth (laughs) Wall Weekly. Have a good one.